What is up? After Hours Entrepreneurs, Mark Savant here. You are in the right place if you're looking to grow your digital brand. If that's you, you are in the right place. Sit back, relax, and prepare to enjoy. I also want to point out the show notes from today's episode are also available via email. I send out an email newsletter every Wednesday, which is going to break down my top takeaways for the week. And in this episode, it's going to be straight fire. There are some really, really great points that I've heard made over the week, and I'm breaking it down to my top six. Out of all the hours I spent in Clubhouse, communicating with other people, interviews, discussions, collaborations with experts, and and trust me, I'm getting connected to some of the most prolific people. I tell you what, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not learning some gem of information. And on this show, you are getting all the goods. I'm sharing it all. I'm sharing it all, giving you all the backstage secrets. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. It means a lot to me. Leave a review if you're feeling crazy, but definitely subscribe because listen, without you listening, without the subscribes, it's hard for me to continue doing this, you know, and as business owners, as after hours entrepreneurs, we always need to be morphing and allocating our time to the places that are most productive towards our goals. And my goal is to build a community of after hours entrepreneurs that are just hungry, hungry, hungry to learn the new skills that are going to be relevant in the coming decades. Because let's face it, if you're not evolving, if you're not adapting, if you're not learning, you are going to be obsolete. And the fact that you're here listening lets me know that you understand that. So I'm, I'm glad to have you here. Glad to have you as part of the After Hours Entrepreneur community. And I'll tell you what, do me a favor. If you could do this for me, it would make a huge difference. Tell three friends about the show. If you enjoy the show, if it's helpful to you, share it with three friends. Just tell three friends about it. Or at the very least, tell them something you learned and then tell them you heard it on the show. That would make a big difference to me. Awesome. So let's get into the episode and stick around to the end because at the end, we're going to recap last week's weekly challenge and we're issuing out a new weekly challenge that's going to help you turn the needle on your digital business. So let's go. Number one, I want to talk about editing and distributing your content across multiple platforms because we all understand inherently that this is important. The beauty of creating anchor content, and what I mean by anchor content is some sort of long form piece of content that could be a vid- video interview, a podcast, it could be s- some sort of live video stream. You're creating a form of anchor content and you're recording that. Well, what do we do with that anchor content once it's been used once? We can repurpose it to get more value for our time. It's an incredibly powerful concept once you harness it. Now, me, I have an actual team. I have seven team members that help with the production of the show and the distribution of the show. And quite frankly, that's a whole nother bag of worms. I should probably record an entire episode on that because it's a it's a beast managing this many people. And there's a lot of different systems that go into place, but we'll get into that in a later episode. Today, I want to give you some kind of some bite-sized things that you can use to edit and repurpose more efficiently. So the first one was referred by Alex Sanfilippo, and he recommended using a program called Repurpose.io. There's a lot of great creators that are using this program, Repurpose.io. Personally, I haven't delved into it yet, but it looks interesting. I'm seeing people like Sonny Leonard Doozy 
And of course, Alex, who's utilizing it to great effect, which is, which is powerful, which is powerful. So repurpose.io, it's a great way to edit and distribute your podcast across multiple platforms and create these bite-sized types of content. Now for me, I'm using Adobe Creative Cloud. Now Adobe, Adobe Creative Cloud is a bit more advanced. It's a bit more detailed. It's very professional if you would. And it can be a lot to chew off if you're just starting, but What's great about the Adobe Creative Cloud is not only does it allow you to edit audio, it allows you to edit video, it allows you to create custom images, you get Photoshop. So there's a lot of really great tools in the Adobe Creative Cloud. That's what I like to use. And it took me a while to learn it, but once you learn it, you can actually move through content quite quickly. So Adobe Creative Cloud is a good one to check out. Descript is another software that I've been hearing a lot about lately. I mean, since I heard it from editor-in-chief over at Entrepreneur Magazine, Jason Pfeiffer, I've heard it brought up time and time again. I've been bringing it up a lot because I think it's a very exciting program to use. And what it allows you to do is easily find words and terms within your episodes and just eliminate them completely. So for example, if I wanted to eliminate the word um from all of my podcast episode from it even works on the video clips, I can simply type in the word um, Descript is going to go throughout the course of the interview and just dynamically remove it. Pretty cool. Save a lot of time using that. Another platform that I'm a big fan of is a program called Hootsuite. Hootsuite. Hootsuite is a way of distributing your post across multiple platforms at once. So for example, if I wanted to create a meme and then distribute it, historically, I have to go to Facebook, then I have to go to Instagram, maybe I use the Facebook Creator Studio, well then I gotta go to LinkedIn, and then I gotta go to Twitter, and I gotta post to all these places individually. But with Hootsuite, you can actually push it out, push the button once, and it's gonna push out your content to all these different platforms all at one time. It's gonna save you an immense amount of time. Me and my team have just started using it. One of the things I really like about Hootsuite as well is it allows me to respond back to people in one place. So instead of going back to each individual platform to respond to people, which I still do to an extent, but it allows me to keep a library. It gives you an inbox in the app itself. So I can actually respond back to all the comments in one place. So I'm not jumping around to four or five different platforms. Now, I will say that using these types of programs have a lot of benefits from a time-saving standpoint, but there are some things that they're just not great with. So for video, as an example, video distribution isn't fantastic with these types of platforms. It's also hard to be native as far as tagging and hashtagging. Now, you certainly can tag, certainly can hashtag, but I have noticed some limitations in that arena. Nevertheless, if you're saving hours of time, still might be worth checking out. So check out these platforms. Again, if you're getting useful tips, you can always sign up for the newsletter over at marksavantmedia.com where I'm pumping out a newsletter once a week, every Wednesday with all this great content, links, et cetera. So that could be helpful for you. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check that out. Okay, next reduce your background noise. We've all been there before. Ambient noise in the room screws up your interview. So I heard a few different tools and tips that I'd like to share with you. So first off is some, some obvious stuff, right? Try to get to a room that's less noisy. If you can't, then hang up comforters, hang up pillows, put stuff around you that can absorb that audio sound. So it's not bouncing off the walls of your drywall, or your concrete rooms, right? Hang up some soft comforters and whatnot across your room. That'll help to absorb. You can even simply go to Home Depot, pick up some foam pads, put some foam pads around your room, 
and that will help absorb some of the audio and the echo that can occur. You definitely want to make sure you're using the right mic. There's different styles of mics. I use the ATR2100, and it's a cardioid mic, a cardioid mic. And a cardioid mic is important because it is somewhat omnidirectional. It's not gonna pick up noise from around the room. It's only solely focused on the noise that's happening right in front of it. So again, there's a lot of different types of microphones. I would strongly, strongly recommend you pick up a cardioid mic. It's gonna be optimal. And that's, again, that's what I'm recording on now. If you think it sounds good, then you can replicate the sound pretty easily with this mic. I'll put a link in the notes as well. So if you wanna check it out, pick it up, you can do so in the notes. Lastly, sometimes there's just nothing you can do. There's going to be ambient noise, like an air conditioner or something in the background. Obviously, not optimal. But there are there is something that you can do to try to reduce the impact. And quite simply, when you turn on your microphone, let the microphone absorb that ambient noise. You might want to consider raising your own personal decibel level. Not enough to spike into the red on your audio input, but enough so that it's clear that there's a distinction between you and the background noise. Now, by leveraging that background noise and letting that background noise be absorbed into the mic, you can do some different things in post-production when you're reducing your decibel levels, trying to eliminate some of that softer sound in the background. I'm not an audio engineer by any means, okay? But I did find this tip to be rather compelling and I heard it from uh, quite a prolific podcaster. So that's something to check out and try out. Number three, a few weeks ago, we had a challenge to get speaking engagements, get more speaking engagements, get on a stage somewhere. And I actually heard from quite a few of you. So congratulations to all you out there that got speaking engagements, that got the challenge. I know Dragon, Dragon, what is up, brother? If you're listening, you rock it out. You definitely got to check out Dragon all over the web, especially on Clubhouse. But Dragon was able to land a speaking engagement. I heard from several other people. We got about five, six, seven, eight people that were able to get speaking engagements. And let me know. So thank you. If you if you got a speaking engagement and you haven't let me know, let me know. Hit me up. I want to know. I want to make I I want to be part of your journey. That's why I'm here. That's why we're doing this, right? We want to grow. We want to help one another. So you want to get more speaking engagements. You need a press page. You got to have a press page. And a press page is valuable for a few different reasons. A, if someone says, What do you do? Why should I invite you onto my stage? Say, here's here's my press page. Go check it out, A, okay? But B, on that press page, you're going to have a list of all the different stages you've spoken on. You're going to have a list of collaborations that you've done. This will legitimize you because I can't tell you how many shows I've been on that don't share on their website. And there's definitely a difference. And quite frankly, this is something that I really want to get on very soon, but Creating a press page is a great way of informing people that you're serious, that you're going to give them a shot out on your website specifically, and it gives them a better feel for what you're about. It'll make you look more professional. So consider adding a press page to your website for people that you want to collaborate with. Now let's talk about guest scheduling, because let's face it, organizing your calendar with all these guests can be an immense challenge. So the tool that I love to use is Calendly. Okay, Calendly is a great tool. It's basically free to start, although there are some paid upgrades that I think are beneficial. But Calendly is a great tool. It just makes scheduling very easy. You send someone your link, they answer the questions you've set up, and it'll automatically add to your Google Calendar, to their Google Calendar. It'll even 
set up a Zoom call automatically. So it's, it is quite, quite convenient. Definitely something worth checking out. I also would recommend that you don't solely lie on Calendly because quite frankly, it can be a turnoff to people because part of the podcast collaboration process is establishing a relationship with the other human being. And if all you're doing is sending them a link and then showing up, you're not you're not establishing the connection as deeply as you possibly could. I mean, optimally, you're flying across the country or wherever to meet them in their locale, right? That's the best way. That's the best way to create a connection. But if, if you can't do that, then Calendly is a good step. If you're trying to take the relationship to the next level, try having that one-on-one touch. The And, and I know this can be annoying. This can be frustrating. It, it is for me too, where you say, how's Thursday? Okay, no. Okay, what about Friday? Okay, does one o'clock work? No, two o'clock. And it, that can be kind of frustrating, but it it keeps the line of communication open, which I think is, is very important and should not be scoffed at. If you're like me and you're actually putting resources and developing revenue and streams of income, then hiring an ad, an email administrator is a lifesaver. I have a great email admin and he's just saving me immense, immense, immense amounts of time. He's very sharp. There's a lot of great people out there you can find. So considering hiring an email admin, it'll work. It'll be a big deal. So next, let's talk about perhaps one of the most popular questions. How do I get more listeners? And in this case, it's how do I get my first podcast listener? Or you could take this as how do I get my first YouTube subscriber, right? How do I get my first book sale? Whatever it is that you're trying to do, how do you get the first one? So the the, the reality is that when it comes to digital marketing, which is how you're probably going to be marketing a lot of your content, I just want to break this down. There's, there's four key parts of this process. The first key part is attention. You need to get someone's attention. The second, you have to build their curiosity because once you've got their attention, they have to be curious curious enough that they're going to continue reading. Once you've gotten their attention, you need to inform them. So what are you informing them of? And then lastly, you want to convert them. Okay. So attention is like a thumbnail that develops curiosity and is going to inform them and then convince them to convert. So you really want to hit on those four major points. Okay. So that's just kind of a, a broad scale type of concept that I think you want to consider. So let me give you four different practical ideas on how you can get more listeners. So first off, this is an easy one. Add a link to your email signature. I mean, for Pete's sakes, this is the low-hanging fruit. Just to add a link to your email signature with maybe a short call to action, again, to develop attention, curiosity, inform, and then convert with your email signature. It's something to think about. Second, ask your friends to share with three friends. So listen, friend, listening to the After Hours Entrepreneur, share this with three friends. If you're getting value, if you're still listening, share this with three friends. It would mean a lot to me and all the rest of the members of the After Hours community. And quite frankly, the more people that listen, the better the quality of the content's going to get because I can start throwing more and more resources into this. That means more content, better content, and better ability to serve you more tools, more resources, more deals, better interviews. So do me a favor, go ahead and share this out with three friends that you think would enjoy it or appreciate this, the content here in. Okay. So that's number three. That's number two. Thirdly, answer questions. Okay. And I love this concept. I've had a lot of success on YouTube with this, but Find the questions that your target market is asking. Find the questions that they're asking and start answering it with content. And then when you see those questions asked, you can simply share your content with that person so that they can consume your content, become a fan, but also have their question asked. Answer questions that people are asking. 
Fourth, set up a group text. A group text is a great way to get your message out to all of your contacts quickly and efficiently. Uh, Alex recommended using a program called SA Group Text. That's SA Group Text. Check it out. I haven't used it personally, but it looks cool. It's free to try. And if you're looking at getting your first subscribers, listeners, et cetera, sending out a group text to everyone in your contact list that is pertinent could be a great way to get your message out there. And then my final takeaway before we get into the challenge, don't go away yet because the challenge is going to be a good one. You're not going to want to miss this, but create smart links. Okay. Create smart links. And honestly, I had probably two dozen people from Clubhouse reach out to me to ask about more information on SmartLink. So here's the deal with the SmartLink, okay? When you share just a standard link with someone, for example, you're on your podcast and you share your iTunes link with someone and they go to click that link, it's not gonna automatically open up the link in iTunes. It's not gonna automatically open up your video in the YouTube app. It's gonna open it up in a browser. And there's a problem with this because you're creating friction for the potential subscriber. By using a smart link, it's going to open up that link, it's gonna open up that video, that audio experience, that show, whatever it is. It's gonna open it up automatically in the app and it's gonna automatically log that person in. All they have to do is tap one button to subscribe. I'll, I'll tell you what, there have been many, many times where someone has shared a podcast with me. I've gone to listen to it and it's, it's, there's just so much friction. I got to log into the app. I got to hit the search bar. I got to find it. If it's, if it's a YouTube video, then I have to sign in, cut all that out, use a smart link. I'm going to put a link below to a program called URL Genie, URL Genie. It's, it's extremely cheap to use. And I would definitely encourage you to at least try it out. I think you get something like 500 links for free. Check it out. Try it out. I think that you'll be very, very happy. It's been, a, I would say, a, an important part of growing my YouTube channel. So definitely check that out. I hope you enjoy these tips because honestly, if you're executing on this stuff, it's going to dramatically change the dynamic and the nature of your show and of your digital brand. But more so than the knowledge is the execution. So I'm going to levy out a new challenge to you here in just a moment. But I also want to remind you that the challenge last week, you can still execute. Listen, you can still do it. And if you have executed on the challenge last week, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. So the challenge last week was to collaborate with a large Facebook group administrator. Collaborate, reach out, see how you can provide them value. And I was able to collaborate with the admin for a large clubhouse group on Facebook. And I was actually able to get a promotion and a spotlight in the group itself, which is normally not allocated. So I hope that you had a similar experience because you never know what's going to happen. When you start going out and giving value, reciprocating value is what happens next. So go out and make it happen. Awesome. Amazing. Okay, cool. So let's get into this week's challenge. And I'm excited about it. I think this will be a good one. And it's something that is very easy to fall off the radar. The challenge this week is to go back and message five people. That's it. It's just five people. Go back and message five people that you haven't spoken with in a long time. That's it. It's you, Honestly, we should be doing this daily. Choose five people that you haven't spoken to in a long time that you'd like to reconnect with and shoot them a message to say what's up. That is it. This is a super easy, super actionable challenge that you can do just while sitting on the toilet in the bathroom, right? It, you don't need to overthink this one. I want to lay out one that's super simple. Reach out to five people that you've collaborated with, you 
provide a value to or vice versa. Just rekindle that relationship. Don't let it go because that's what this is all about. It's about developing those relationships. Listen, that's all I got for you today. This is the After Hours Entrepreneur. I'm Mark Savant. You are a subscriber. You are a fan. Now it's time for you to go out and make it happen. Seize your dreams. It is absolutely achievable. You just got to focus on putting one step in front of the other. And I'll tell you what, if you're listening to this show, if you're watching the YouTube programs and you're executing on the concepts we're talking about, there is not a doubt in my mind, zero doubt that you are going to be immensely, immensely successful. So go out execute. If you'd like the list of the notes, you can go to marksavantmedia.com and you can sign up for the newsletter where I'm actually sending you a quick email with a breakdown of these notes as well. So go check it out. Anyway, have a great day. Go out and rekindle some relationships and I will catch you here next time on the After Hours Entrepreneur. Peace.